Today's episode is sponsored by MPDC's Dream Chaser membership. If you are an emerging designer or fashion brand, MPDC has the perfect membership just for you. In this membership, you will have access to valuable resources, including a business directory giving you access to professionals all across the U.S. You'll gain industry insight by keeping up to date with the latest trends and industry news, and you'll be able to get coaching with me, the CEO. This membership is for designers who are serious about leveling up in their business, and it is only $10. Yes, 10 $1 bills. This is an early bird special that won't last long, so make sure you click the link in the description notes to catch this deal. Now, let's start the show. Hey Dream Chasers, welcome back to Cups and Convos, where we get comfortable and touch on some not-so-comfortable topics. This is your host, Marcia Person, and today I am drinking on a filtered coffee with almond milk from this cafe called Parallel. Now, they just opened up this cafe about a year ago, right outside of downtown Minneapolis, so if you guys are not familiar... I would definitely say check it out, especially if you are one of those coffee shop goers. It is a whole vibe up in there, like the marble, the plants, the music, the people are friendly, the food is good. It, it's just, you just got to check it out for yourself. And the barista was nice enough to give me the coffee that I was drinking because I wanted to review it on the show. So this coffee is from a brand called Edison, and it's called More More Ethiopia. So it's an Ethiopian type um, coffee and it's bomb. Like it's a light roast and light roasts are the strongest roast. However, it was not that strong for me to drink. Like it was perfect actually. Like it was so smooth. It was so good. And which is why I asked her what was I drinking. And I, yeah, I definitely will go back and get it. So I would definitely say check it out. I don't know if you guys really pay attention to the blends that you get, whether it's Ethiopian or Colombian or what. But if you like Ethiopian blends, I would definitely say check this out. I found their website and it's called edisoncoffeeco.com and you can buy their whole beans for about $17. Or you can just go to Parallel, which is right outside of the North Loop um, in Minneapolis to check it out there. So on the last episode, I told you guys that I was doing this fast and it's called intermittent. And basically what it means is that you only eat eight hours a day from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. So before I go into detail about the fast and the benefits that came along with it, I want to tell you guys why I decided to do it. So I talked about mental health on a few episodes as well as self-care But to be completely honest, I was halfway in to getting myself together and then halfway out. I would do things here and there to make myself feel better. But a couple of days later, I would be feeling doubtful again. And this was like my on and off pattern until I had to admit that I wasn't okay. And what I was doing wasn't working. So I want to talk about this year, right? So this year I've been working so hard on my business and I've had some decent months, but for the most part, I've been like overwhelmed with these very trying months where I found myself praying constantly, asking God to bless my business, but nothing was happening. And I found myself in the same spot month after month after month. 
so I started to doubt my purpose. And I listen to a lot of faith-based entrepreneurs who make this journey sound super easy. They make it seem like God blessed them with an idea. So they started working on it and then boom, they just start making six figures ever since. So I'm like, okay, God, did you really give me this business? Is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, am I hearing you correctly? And then it doesn't make it any better for me when I see my friends getting blessed and what they're doing. So I'm really just like waiting and I'm trying to be patient, but I'm starting to even second guess like whether God forgot about me. And that's why knowing his word is so important because the scripture says in so many verses that he will never leave or forsake you. But that's another story. Truth be told, even though I knew that, I was still questioning. So it got to the point where I started praying for confirmation. I said, you know what, God, if this is for me, if this is what I'm supposed to be doing, then please send me three forms of confirmation in a way where I know it's you. So that moves to my next point. When I asked God to send me these confirmation, I was already in this stage where I was just tired, you know, like I was just, I was tired of waiting, but I just wanted to hang on. It's like when you have that one string of faith that you're still hanging on to. So I went to church and I went up there to get prayer because I don't know exactly what the message was that Sunday, but it stuck with me. So I went up there to get prayer and this woman who I did not know, she touched me and said, I feel an entrepreneur spirit. So that to me was God, you know, so I was like, okay, cool. Like that was my confirmation right there. Cool. So then I got re-energized. And then, you know, things start happening again to where I started to get tired again. So then I went home for Easter and I ended up going to my grandmother's church with her. This is my first time going to this church. I don't know who the pastor is. But then midway through her um, sermon, she looks at me and she says, young lady in the black, I don't know who you are, but you're tugging on my spirit. And I just wanted to let you know that whatever you're going through right now, your season is coming to an end. And she started speaking to me directly, letting me know that my blessing was on its way. And I was just in tears because, you know, upon receiving that first confirmation where that lady touched me and said she felt an entrepreneur spirit, it had been months before this pastor had spoke that to me. So I was already getting tired again. So when she spoke that to me, I was in tears because I knew that I had a meeting that very next day in Los Angeles. So I was just in my head thinking like, okay, this is it. My season is coming to an end, bet. So I go to Los Angeles. I have a meeting with this um, manufacturing team and I just knew that this was going to be my big break. Turns out things didn't happen the way that I thought they would. So now I'm back in this stage where I am questioning my purpose. I'm getting tired again. But, you know, I'm still trying to be obedient. I'm still trying to have faith. So I'm still going to church. I'm still, you know, keeping my faith in things, even though I am tired and it's grown weary. So it really got to the point where I stopped asking God to bless my business. And I started asking him for discernment. I'm like, God, please, like, just give me some answers. Like, show me exactly what's going on right now because I don't get it. Like, I just don't get it. So 
I asked him for something. I said, you know, God, I just need something to hold on to. And that following Wednesday, I had Bible study. And my pastor, she looks at me and she says, Martasia, God is going to bless you for your steadfastness. He's going to do something miraculous in your life within 30 days. So that stuck with me. And I'm like, wow, I just asked God for something and he gave me something. So again, I got this new energy. I'm super geeked. I'm like, yes, like, okay, God, you know, you hearing me? What's up? Like, cool. I'm about to get a blessing in 30 days. Like, my season's about to be over, over. So I'm happy again. I'm great again. And then, you know, the day goes by and now the week goes by and, okay, cool. Like, where's this blessing? So I'm still waiting for this blessing, right? And I'm not seeing anything change. Towards the end of that time period, towards the end of that 30 days, things start happening. Like financial things start happening. To be completely honest, sis was short on rent. Sis' phone got cut off. Sis didn't understand why clients weren't coming in. Like, I just didn't get it. I'm still thinking, like, where's my blessing? And my first mistake, that was my first mistake. Let me just key it right there. Because I knew or I thought that my blessing was going to be financial. Because I thought that was what I needed the most at the time. So I'm, like, checking my bank account, thinking a random check is going to be in there. But it didn't happen. So on that 30th day at 12 o'clock, actually, let me rewind just a little bit because I'm going to tell you why I just knew it was going to be financial. I had people asking me if I needed help, literally offering me help. And I was telling them, no, I say, you know, I'm good. God, God about to do something in my life. Like, he's about to bless me within 30 days. So I want to know that it was him and not you. So thank you, but I'm good. Because I just knew that it was going to be financial. So on that 30th day at 12 o'clock, I checked my bank account. Child, it was the same. I took it so hard, you guys. I was in tears. I was angry. I was angry at my pastor. I was angry at God. I was so hurt and disappointed because I just didn't understand why. I didn't get it. I was in this funk for like three days straight where I was just crying all day, all night, like literally just so depressed, so hopeless. And I just, it was just like my flesh was fighting against my spirit because I knew that God would never leave or forsake me. I knew that his word would never come back void, but I just didn't get it. Like, I just didn't understand what happened. So I found myself flipping through my journal because I like to journal, especially when things get really, really hard. And I read a journal where I said, pray hardest when it's hardest to pray. So I pray and I let God know that I was upset. I let him know that I was disappointed. And that very next morning, I don't know what happened, but all I know is that I wanted to get out of bed. And I found myself going onto my podcast app, and I found a podcast. Um, if you guys are not familiar, it's called Therapy for Black Girls. If you're going through something, I would definitely say check it out. Um, 
I can't remember the woman's name, but she is amazing. So I listened to this podcast and the episode just happened to be on trauma and it spoke volume to me. And that was when I realized what my blessing was. I put a limit on God by thinking that it was going to be financial. I thought that's what I needed in the moment, but really he blessed me with discernment. That day, he showed me exactly where I was in my walk and exactly what I needed to do to heal, to get past it. I was neglecting a lot of things that I dealt with in the past. I was trying to um, cover them by working on this business. I was not dealing with my issues. I was downplaying them as if it was something that I just went through instead of an actual trauma event that still affects me to today. And he was ultimately telling me that I had to deal with these things before he can bless my business. How can I ask him to bless my business if there's still cracks in my foundation? How can I ask him for ultimately more weight, more clients, more things that I need to take care of if I can't even take care of myself? How can I ask him for all of these things if I deal with disappointment in such an unhealthy way? I literally neglected myself, did not eat, did not take care of myself for three days straight crying. Come on now. How am I supposed to run a business like that? He literally blessed me with discernment. He allowed me to see exactly where I was and exactly what I needed to work on. So that following week, I decided to take control of my life. I decided to get out of bed and take control of the things that I could control and let go of the things that I allowed to have control over me. And that included my financial worry, my past trauma, and anything else that was causing those cracks in my foundation. So after receiving that blessing of discernment, I really want to talk to you guys about how I decided to take steps from my healing process. So the first step was I had to admit that I was not okay. After seeing how I dealt with disappointment and how I was neglecting myself and my health, I had to be strong enough to let go of that control and make myself a priority. The second thing I did was I enrolled into therapy. Now, I know that I've talked about therapy in these last episodes and I did actively seek some, but I was not going because I did not realize the difference between a therapist and a psychiatrist. If you want to deal through some past trauma, do not go see a psychiatrist. Somebody should have let your girl know that their main objective is to prescribe you medicine and I'm not, I'm not for it. We are not crazy. We just need to talk through some things, deal with some things, and let go of some things. There is nothing a pill can do for me or you that we cannot do for ourselves if we just switch our perspective. Step three, I developed healthy habits. So it takes 21 days to develop a habit, and I made sure that I did these things every day for 21 days and counting. If you guys follow me on Instagram, at designerpreneur, I'm going to leave some blogging videos and notes in there that tracks my progress because I was blogging it all the way through. And if you guys don't see it today, it will also be in my self-care highlights. So make sure you check that out. But 
I woke up at 6 a.m. every morning. I did a morning stretch or meditation, and then I prayed before I left the house. So I left at 7.30 or a little bit before 7.30 a.m., and I worked out and did, I worked out or, sorry, did a three-mile walk slash jog from 7.30 to 8.30 from 9 to 12, I worked on my business. So I was actually building a masterclass for designers, especially new designers more specifically, who want to know more about the fashion industry because I realized I was attracting a lot of new designers who want to start a brand but don't necessarily know anything about this industry. So that masterclass is for them to educate themselves for cheap. So If you guys know someone who wants to learn, make sure you recommend that to them. I'll also leave a link for that in the description notes. At 12 o'clock, I had my first meal. At 4, I had another snack. And at 7, I ate dinner. Then I was in the bed by 10 p.m. and on repeat. So obviously, you can incorporate other things such as working and whatnot, whatever you have to do, but that was my schedule um, these last couple of weeks, and I wanted to just stick with creating better habits for myself. It really taught me a couple of things, so it taught me to, one, take care of myself first at the top of my morning, make time for the things that's most important to me, and in my case, it was prayer. Um, It also taught me to make time for self-development. So in that case, for me, it was working out. You know, during my workout, I listened to a great message, different podcasts, motivational speakers, even gospel music, whatever. And then once all of that is finished, then I can work. I was so obsessed with making my business work that I was literally neglecting everything that should come before work. So I had to literally make it a habit and reprioritize. Lastly, step four, I had to let go. I let go of everything, child. If you follow me on social media, you may have noticed that I went AWOL. I wasn't posting for weeks. I let go of my control over my business. I started to invest in God more, understanding that he is my partner and will provide my needs. And when I say that I let let go of control over my business, I'm not literally saying that I gave my business to somebody else, but I just stopped worrying about, you know, who are my clients? Where are they coming from? How much money am I going to make? Like I literally just started focusing on God instead of that. Um, yeah, I even cut my hair, child. I let go of all my dead ends. I let go of everything so I can focus on being at my best for real this time. So I really just wanted to encourage you guys to pray for discernment. Pray for wisdom. God gives wisdom freely to anyone who asks, and he will guide you if you allow him. I've been back in business for two days after doing all of this self-care stuff, after, you know, going to therapy an hour a week, making sure myself and God is a priority. I've literally been, you know, back operating in business for two days, and God has already blessed me with five new clients. After months of not having any clients, he's showing me that he can trust me because he knows that I can handle it. And I know that through my obedience, it's going to bring more prosperity. What you're asking for will not come in the form that you're expecting. I was asking God for a blessing and I was checking my bank account expecting a random check. 
God don't work like that. He knows exactly what we need, even though we don't know it. You know, his thoughts are not ours. His ways are not ours. So we really have to check with him first. Please do not be like me and put a limit on God. But truly seek him and see what is it that he's trying to tell you and take care of that right now. You will see how the doors open when you redirect your focus. Today's message was raw, real, and true, but it is me, and I hope you guys can appreciate my openness. It's not the easiest thing to do, so I'm hoping by helping myself that I'm helping one of you. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I love you, and until next time, be blessed.